Greg and Josh are not paid critics. They are not experts, nor do they claim to be. They are just two nerds that love to talk about internet shows. However, they're still going to tell you about what they think. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the latest episode of All Queued Up. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of All Queued Up Uninhibited. Uh, I'm your host, Greg Dietz, and with me always is Josh Fisher. Such a somber tone this evening. What's up with that? It's uh, it's not somber, it's just relaxing. Oh, okay. Like, like with the other podcast, I want to be, Hey guys! But with this one, we're casual. So, we're casual so, so one, the so. other the other show, you want to be like Crazy Eddie and tell you about all of his fucking appliance sales, and today you're just going to be like, Hey, try our sweaty balls. I'm not doing NPR. Like, it's not that casual. Okay. <laughs> um, so, if you're new to the podcast, what Josh and I normally do on this podcast, if it's not uninhibited, is we watch two shows on a Netflix, on a Hulu Plus, on a Amazon Prime. I don't know why I'm using the the conjecture A, but here we are. Because um, you're, you're an A jacket. <laughs> cool cool a good good way to start off this podcast there josh uh appreciate it you're welcome <laughs> um but yeah what we do is we watch two shows in their entirety and we give them a review and a grade uninhibited on the other hand is our is our uh off week show because we do the review every other week it's our fuck around show right josh and i just uh kind of shoot the shit talk about our weeks Talk about things we're we're doing, um, but uh, yeah, I wanted to bring up something because I used to stream for a group called Half Empty Energy. Oh God, I know where this. I'm is still going. friends with all those people. I know where this is going. Yeah, you bet you do. We're both friends with those people uh, because they're a great group of people. I love them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's the point. Is like I I, I was streaming for them. I'm still friends with them even though I don't stream for them anymore. Um, and uh, very recently, a, a very large debate started coming up in the in the uh, big general group chat thing about whether Space Jam is a good movie or not. Spoiler alert, it's And not. Josh, Josh over here is Mr. Sourpuss. I don't like anything that has to do with anything. This is not um, true. <laughs> you and Bramer both say that. I swear to God, I don't hate everything. I just hate lots of things. Yeah, one of the greatest films of all time. Oh, let's not get carried the fuck away there. <laughs> okay, so the the conversation was was first off, it was it was silly because, um, I look here's the truth: Face Jam was not a good movie, but it's part of my childhood. It's part of my nostalgia, and I love the fucking hell out of the movie. Okay. Um, and now, in my defense, I said I can see how that movie were fun if the first time you saw it, you were like 10, 12 years old. But the first time I saw it, I was in my 20s, and it wasn't fun. Josh, I was I was really, really into basketball and Looney Tunes when that movie came out. And I'm not even, I'm not even fucking joking when I say that. Like, I was collecting Looney Tunes things and was really into watching the Sacramento King. Okay. So it was just the perfect store. Okay. That's fine. Um, 
No, no, no. I'm just, but I'm giving you like, I'm giving you an example of why the movie and you were also, is a and big you were also part of Probably about twelve years old. Uh, let's see. When did Space Jam come out? Now this is the point where we pull out our phones. Six. So I was thirteen. Might have been twelve. Not my birthday yet. What did it? What? What month? September-ish, October-ish. Space Jam. What's really funny is if you go to their 96, uh, if you go to their website, it's still like a GeoCities-looking website. Oh, man. They haven't they haven't updated it. They have not updated it. It's really funny. Speaking of that, uh, the marketing department for Captain Marvel, uh, their website looks like it is fucking hosted on GeoCities. It is genius. That's awesome. So yeah, thirteen. That's all that was. Um, but yeah, dude, like, like Watt had seen almost every single Looney Tunes cartoon, watched basketball just about every night. Like, was super super into those two things, and it was honestly the perfect storm for me. Um, for other people, I don't know if they have the same excuse, but basketball was a big thing at that time too. Um. I think it was just the perfect storm for for a lot of stuff. But, you know, you go back and you watch it now, and <laughs> Michael Jordan can't act at oh, all. Oh, God, no. Uh, those kids that, that play his kids are terrible actors. Mm-hmm. Um, the only good actors are the ones who are actors, like Bill Murray and the woman playing his wife. Uh, and, of course, Bugs Bunny and, you know. I would say Wayne Knight as well. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's um, a movie about Michael Jordan now, right? Don't, those I, those those particular actors. I, I like Wayne Knight's in it a ton. Like he's probably the other human actor that's in it as much as Michael Jordan. Um, but he's not the main character. Yeah, you know he's not the main actor. So I'm well aware of the movie not being great. All right, but it's fun, and I think that because it's to me it's fun. It it'll always hold a special place in my heart. And there's however, nothing wrong with that. But how uh, I gotta say, however, I love playing it off as if it's a big deal that Josh doesn't like it because it makes me laugh. I find it amusing that Josh does not like Space Jam. Now that being said, the first comment I made when Josh was like, "It's not a good movie," I was like, "Podcast canceled." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Whew. I don't know where this well, comes from. What was funny, though, was, you know, everybody's like, oh, well, the- bunny's back. She's so hot. And I'm like, come on, kids. Why chase a bunny when you can, you know, get down with a real rabbit? And I posted a picture of Jessica <laughs> Rabbit out of jest. And that led well, to a whole that, debate of, you know, which which movie, you know, was actually a good movie that used both animated characters and live actors. And, you know. Well, it was a good discussion because I said, I said, like, Jessica Rabbit would be really cool and down with us wanting to fuck Lola Bunny because she was fucking Roger Rabbit. And then uh, I think you may have mentioned that she didn't want to fuck Roger Rabbit because she cheated on him with R.K. Maroon. No, I did not make that point. Who made that point? Somebody did. 
I made the point. That's how we got onto the subject that we got because we got into that small argument, the 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 jokey argument about um if she willingly or against her own free will because of blackmail was playing patty cake with RK Marin. She didn't play patty cake with RK Maroon. She played patty cake with Marvin Acme after her club. Well, Marvin Acme. RK Maroon blackmailed her for, you know, the pictures. Roger saw the pictures. That's what made him snap and go nuts after he had the drink. And, uh... But I thought it was said. I thought it was said at some point that she played patty cake because somebody had pictures of something else, or she was being blackmailed for something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she posed for the picture. She knew what was going on. She played it off like she didn't know what was going on. But yeah, the fact was, um, the whole point, uh. You're like, she'd be down? And I was like, no, she wouldn't be down. Well, she, yeah, she would. She'd be, she'd be okay with us wanting to have sex with Lola Bunny. No. Why not? She was wanted, She was fucking Roger. Yeah, but she was also a cartoon again, character. She, but she's a humanoid cartoon character. <sighs> Anthropomorphic and humanoid is pretty much the same thing. Animated's animated. It's I, still weird. <laughs> It doesn't take the weird factor away. I'm pointing out that you are okay with fucking Lola Bunny. Or, uh, sorry, you're okay with fucking Jessica Rabbit. No, I'm not. Well, I'm saying... <laughs> yeah, well, okay. You are okay. You... <laughs> then what was the point of bringing her up in the conversation? Just to make fun of them. <laughs> it's like y'all are getting boners over a fucking cartoon bunny. I was like, here, get one over a cartoon rabbit just because I thought it was funny. Again, not a serious argument in any oh, way. Oh, God, no. But Greg's like, we're going to discuss the merits of fucking why you don't like Space Jam, but yet you're all about Roger Rabbit. I'm just like, I think it's a movie that still holds up. Space Jam does not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The fact that they're making a second one and with LeBron James. Now, I've seen that movie uh, with uh, that Amy Schumer movie. What was it that LeBron James was in? Trainwreck? Is that what it was called? I don't fucking remember. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I mean, he did okay. I mean, he was playing himself, but, you know, he did okay at playing himself. I think he's been playing a version of himself for years anyway. But it's, you guys want some hot takes on some basketball players? Come to this podcast, apparently. No, I'm just <laughs> saying, you know, he's got this whole King LeBron, this King James persona, best in the world, you know, and now he's just like believing that and saying it and shit. And I'm just like, man, I'm sorry. I may not have liked Jordan as a player, but... That motherfucker was the greatest of all time. He just was. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. All right, I, I guess. I, I just don't. I don't personally follow a whole lot when it comes to... Sports ball. Sports anymore. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I can watch anything, because thankfully to video games, I know the rules and everything to those games. Yeah. But... 
like a lot of people will follow players and all these stats and shit. And I'm just like, uh huh. Good, good for you. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm still a pretty big sports fan myself. Uh, it's getting ready to be my favorite time of year, actually. Uh, college basketball, NCAA college basketball championships, March Madness, man. My team's my team's doing well. They just had a couple of big victories, one over Duke at home. Um, I didn't know you were into, into college basketball. Man, I'm a huge North Carolina fan. Love the Tar Heels. That's a hell of a name for a team. Yeah. I know that uh, Hutch is into s- some kind of s- college sport. Uh, he will watch college basketball because he went to NC State. Okay. I couldn't remember. I just know that when I was over there, he was watching it and all the other shit. So. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the thing about... The thing about those, those like, Space Jam and... Roger Rabbit, you know, you got to look at, I mean, you could even throw Cool World if you want. You got to look at when it came out, like what was going on in the world when those came out. Cool World was this like crazy, wacky attempt to make cartoons adult. And I was like, that's happened plenty of times, Cool World. You don't have to throw Brad Pitt in to make it a bigger deal. Um, Cool World was not a good movie. Uh, some people will argue with me about that, but I also say they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Did you ever see Cool World? I did not, because it had no appeal to me as a film. It's not worth it. I, I, ugh. Like, the general idea is that uh, Brad Pitt's character is a, is a cartoonist. I don't remember if he's an animator, but he definitely draws. And he drew... I can't, I want to say it's, um, son of a, I'm pulling up IMDb. I'm trying to remember the actress that plays his oh, cartoon man. counterpart. Are you hearing that feedback? No. I'm getting some really bad feedback. From my end? Pause it. Okay. I did. Okay, got it. Okay, so I'm looking up the IMDb on Cool World. Mm-hmm. And it was it's uh, Gabriel Bryan. I don't I couldn't tell you what else he was in. Like Gabriel t- Byrne. Byrne. I love Gabriel Byrne. Yeah, he's he's oh. a favorite actor of mine. Actually, he was in uh, uh, the Usual Suspects. He was in uh, Stigmata. He was in. Uh, he's been in a lot of things. He actually had. A series on HBO where he played a therapist. The name escapes me uh, at the time. But, yeah, Gabriel Byrne's a fantastic actor. He's been in a lot of shit over the years, but I really dig him. Okay. So, the the idea of the movie is that Kim Basinger's character, who was a cartoon for most of it, she, uh, she basically seduces her cartoonist. In, to, in order for her to cross over into the real world. Um, this causes... Uh, how, that, how does that even happen? 
How does a cartoon character seduce the cartoonist that created? Because because he drew her real like he drew her to be a very voluptuous woman. That was the point. Okay. And um, like he so he's a pervert. Yeah. And he fall like he basically goes into the world and she seduces him into going to the real world and and Brad Pitt's character who's a detective goes into like find him. But he discovers that he went into the cartoon world and like follows him in. It's really fucking weird. Here's the here's the part that makes absolutely no sense, Josh. So when I mean beyond that nonsensical shit that was already happening. <laughs> so when Brad Pitt and Jack Byrne go into or their character names whatever Gabriel. go into the uh, cartoon world, they are human. Mm-hmm. They are. 100%, they don't turn into cartoon, they are human. Much like when other other actors from Space Jam or Roger Rabbit go into the cartoon world, they stay human, so do these characters. However... Whereas she crosses over, she turns human. She turns into Kim Basinger. So, Thanks. figure that shit out. <laughs> now... That, that, that's... that's... Aha did it better with their Take On Me video. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but yeah I mean, yeah, I, I would, I would agree. Um, so let's look at Who Framed Roger Rabbit and see what it's, see what its rating is. Seven point seven out of ten, right? This is on IMDb exclusively. Mm-hmm. Uh, Space Jam. <clears throat> if I could fucking spell space correctly, Jesus Christ! I was like, Spiow is still GM. Uh, 6.4 out of 10. Okay? okay? So, seems about right for those two films. I'd say Roger Rabbit would be higher. I would say Roger, I would say Roger Rabbit would be about a solid 8. Yeah. 8.5. Um, that, I, would, I would put Space Jam about a 6 for, for the animation. I'm just going to go to Metacritic. Like a 3 for the acting. And I'm, yeah, I'm gonna, just I'm going to go to Metacritic. So let's do let's do Roger Rabbit cuz I, I want you to know, mm-hmm. I want you to kind of have an idea of how bad this is. So fucking I hate my phone sometimes. Let's see. metacritic.com I don't understand. Phone, I don't understand. You know what? We're just going to use my fucking computer. Okay, so That's okay. We got Metacritic. Oh my God, Greg! Can you type or spell anything? Is it possible? Jesus fuck! I don't. I don't think it is. Apparently, it's not. <laughs> Dude, I have been constantly saying things like incorrectly around the house like I'll, I'll i'll change letters and i'll just say it naturally or like you know how there's a phrase and you and you misplace two words phrase i keep doing that shit okay so let's type in on purpose no on accident like my brain's just moving a oh, mile a minute like when people like instead of saying should have or could have you say should of or no. could of no 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 like oh, uh okay. no i'm not i'm not cuz that shit will drive me nuts no like uh oh man like let's say i want to say uh um kill two birds with one stone i'll actually say kill one stone with two birds shit like that 
Like, I'm just, I'm misplacing things or fucking up a phrase. Because I'm just, I'm thinking too fast and my brain just, dyslexia is out. Okay. Alright, let's see. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Okay, so. We look at who framed Roger Rabbit when this page loads. Mm-hmm. And it has an 83. So this is an 83% of all the all the reviews that they've ever found for uh, critic reviews for Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Okay. Space. Pretty solid. Jam. Yeah. Hey, that's a, that's great. Like that's fucking fantastic. Space Jam has a 59 out of 100. Which right about a six. Yeah, that's about where it deserves to be. Um, I'd say the Looney Tune bits are fucking fantastic in the movie. Um, now let's look up Cool World. Twenty-eight. <laughs> so what we're saying is Cool World bad. Cool World very Space bad. Space Jam mediocre. Roger Rabbit very yes. good. Okay. I never argued that. I jokingly argued it. Oh. Yes, not seriously argued. Um, okay. that being s- <laughs> so, we spent twenty minutes putting that to bed. <laughs> no, we spent. <laughs> <laughs> we spent. I want to tell you about Cool World because I was like, if you think Space Jam oh, is no. bad, there's one that's worse. That was my point. But all three movies do the same I idea. I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch something worse. I didn't say you did. I'm just saying, if if you were given the option and you couldn't, you had to watch Cool World or Space Jam. Which, what's the runtime? I think Space Jam is shorter. I'll watch the shorter version. I don't care. If I'm going to be miserable, I want to be miserable for the least amount of time as possible. Uh, the level of misery does not matter. Cool World is an hour 42, and Space Jam is an hour 28. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's shaving a few minutes off, so I would be watching that. I wonder how long Who Raven Roger Rabbit is. Hour 44. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, Space Jam, or uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit is fucking outstanding. Like, it is... You know, it still holds up. Oh, yeah, up. absolutely. Visually, animation-wise, like, there's so much about it that they did incredibly well. And it's, you know, essentially a period piece, you know. It's set in the damn, the time period that it's set in. They do an excellent like job. Like, what, 55, 56? I don't even think it... It might be a little earlier than that, but... Let's see, where's the... Where's the facts about this movie? The trivia. Uh, trying to see. But yeah, man. Yeah, I, I def- of course, it was also it was also based off a novel, and the <laughs> the novel is way more adult, by the way. Yeah, wasn't it called Roger Rabbit Gets Killed or something like that? Uh, something like that. Um, well, I wish these facts had, like, a when it takes place. Jesus Christ. 
1947 is when Roger Rabbit takes place. 1947. Okay, I, did, I, did, I, I didn't think it was quite to the 50s. Yeah, so the goof is that even though it takes yeah. place in 47, the Hollywood, the Hollywood sign didn't take the land part off until 49, but in the movie it just says Hollywood. Okay. So that's a fun little tidbit, isn't it? It is. Uh, Nerd trivia. Novel. Uh, used for uh, Oh my god. Because I, I, I worded it wrong and I'm not going to fucking backtrack, so shut up. Who censored Roger Rabbit? Or who whacked Roger Rabbit? There's a bunch of books. There's numerous books. What was it? A yeah, series? Yeah, he wrote a series. Huh. Uh, so it was Gary K. Wolf. And he wrote. So the movie's based off of who censored Roger Rabbit. Uh, but he also he wrote. Uh, let's see where he wrote. Uh, who censored Roger Rabbit, who p-p-p-plugged Roger Rabbit, and who whacked Roger Rabbit. Literally titled, p-p-p-plugged. Which makes sense, because, you know, he did have the, uh, stutter. Yeah. Now I want to watch Roger Rabbit. I watched it last year. Still sorely enjoyed it. Dude, I watched it. I, I We ruined the VHS when I was a kid. Actually, I have the VHS. Yeah, I man. have the VHS. I just realized that. So, there, for some reason, we kept a lot of VHSs, and I have all three Aladdins, uh, Lion King, don't know why, I have Indian in the Cupboard, but I have that movie, and Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Which, and I'm pretty sure that if you tried to watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit or Aladdin, it, you'd have to fucking track the shit out of it to get it to look right. Oh, man, that takes me back. VCR tracking. Oh, yeah. Ah, oh, fix the tracking. Fix the tracking. It looks fine. It looks like shit. <laughs> Dude. <sighs> There's no amount of be kinding and rewinding that can fix that shit. It's really funny. So, you and I have a tendency to be interactive with people at a younger age. And I'm talking about in their 20s. Which means that they yeah. grew up as little kids in the 90s. And they weren't teenagers until the 2000s. So, their mm -hmm. viewpoint on certain things in the world is going to be different than ours. Because I became, oh, you know, I became a teenager mid-90s. Uh, I was in my formative years, kind of when the Attitude Era was going on. Um, not that that... I had already dropped out of college twice and was working in a factory during the Attitude Era. <laughs> uh, it's, it's super strange to me. So, I kind of mentioned this in the Discord group again, um, and I wanted to get your take on it. So, there's two guys that live behind me. They were born in 96. 
um, to give you an idea of how young they are. And uh, they, they're twins, by the way, just clarify that. Uh, but I was talking to Michael specifically. It's Michael and Zach. Oh, Michael. Yeah, I remember you telling me stories yes. about Michael. Um, Michael Dunham. Uh -huh. So, very recently, and I'm not going to get too big into it, but a video game by uh, Bioware, the guys who made KOTOR and uh, the, the Dragon Age and the Mass, Mass Effect. Effect and, they made a brand mm -hmm. new IP called Anthem. Um, it's very clear that when you play Anthem, that a lot of the development time went into the gameplay mechanics and the world because there's a lot mm -hmm. of other things that need work. A lot of other things. Yeah. Um, That's what I've heard. But, you know, the game and the world that it exists in are fucking phenomenal. Like, it's killing me that people haven't given it its proper due. Like, they just keep shitting on it. And I'm like, there's so much good about this game. Like, I'm surprised that people are giving it as shitty time as they're giving it. But, um, I have, on, on the uh, Mission Star podcast, have stated my distaste for people like Jim Sterling or Angry Joe because their entire bit, their entire thing on the internet is to be as negative as humanly possible and call it game journalism. That by them being negative, they're doing a service. When in reality, what they're doing is stopping people who would have played the game and enjoyed it from playing said game because the people who are watching them are fucking sheep. <sighs> okay, now that I got that off my chest. Um, mm -hmm. I was talking to Michael about Angry Joe's review. Because Angry Joe was trying to state that... Anthem has less content than Fallout 76. Um, this to me is such an absolutely stupid thing to say for a number of reasons. But primarily that they're not even kind of the same game. And um, yeah. uh, if I can get 12 hours over 12 hours at this point of content in a game for 60 bucks, that's fucking worth it. You know, or, or if people are like, Oh, it's super fucking repetitive. It's super. All you do is fly around and shoot things and use your powers occasionally. And there's not enough powers. And I'm like, there's more for me to do in Anthem than there was in fucking kingdom hearts where all I did was hit a occasionally hit B to jump. And then it even even more occasionally hit Y to do a super that basically auto did it for me. Yeah. Like you want to talk repetitive? That's twenty six <coughs> hours of repetitive. Pardon me. So I'm like, but those people are gonna you know praise Kingdom Hearts, but say Anthem's repetitive because what these people are doing is looking for something negative in general. They're not trying. Like whenever I would write my reviews, I would always write a bunch of the positive, and then I would leave one paragraph for constructive criticism. Because I think constructive criticism is important. And there are some there's constructive criticism to give Anthem, for sure. But not enough to qualify it to be fucking completely shit on the way that it has been. So we're talking about that for a minute. Me and Michael. The fact that the 
the demo that came out that was referred to as a beta also heard it. Uh, kind of. Because it was it was unpolished, and it was like a six-month-old demo, right? Yeah, so I want to say kind of, because there were actually a lot of people who were kind of iffy on the game and then played that and were like, oh, the game's super fun, I'm going to buy it. So there were people that it did, like, help them want to buy it. Um, however, a lot of people are very quick to... Um, Judge a final product based on a fucking demo. That or, or like, if one small thing doesn't quite work exactly right in a demo or a beta, it completely turns them off from a game. So, for example, the the biggest problem with that that beta was that the um, the internet stuff did not work right away. Actually, in 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 because it was two weeks. Mm-hmm. It was the it was the uh, like closed beta and then open beta, and in the closed beta, it just barely worked. Like, I didn't get to play it until Sunday, but it was out Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then with the open beta, though, which arguably has more people playing it, the internet worked great. Had no problem. I watched tons of streamers play it. So, but a lot of those people who tried to play in the first week were like, fuck this game, I'm not buying it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, what? That is such a weird, like idea to have about a beta like i'm not it's it's just bizarre to me um if you played the beta and you went yeah the gameplay is not really for me i'd be like okay fine cool but if if you play a beta or a demo and you go well the internet didn't work in that so i'm not i'm not playing the full game it's just bizarre just fucking bizarre to me um And that's because you should know at this point that, you know, when when a ton of people are trying to load into a server, it just doesn't work as well. And that's another another thing. I have had no issues with the full game. I know that some people have. um, And in terms terms of internet, like, connectivity, no issues. Mm -hmm. I have had a few issues where the game crashes. because it's I, I don't know like I I went I went out of the forge which is where you equip all your items and and weapons and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I left that and it crashed. And then one time I tried to go into the social area of the game and it crashed. Um, but it doesn't crash often. Yeah. And if like let's say you're in the middle of a mission and it crashes, they implemented a thing into the main menu that's like, hey, you left the mid mission. Would you like to rejoin? So, I mean, they, and they know, like the devs know that it's kind of unfinished. Um, but this is also the conversation we would have about AAA titles and their, uh, publishers kind of having this like mindset of it has to be released on the day that we say it can't be delayed and all that kind of attitude. Yeah. See me, I would rather be patient. Let them have the time they need to have a fully polished and wonderful game fully completed and wait an extra six months or a year on something than get something like, oh, I don't know, No Man's Sky when it first hit. Dude, I, I'm 100% behind you. I think one of the biggest problems, mm. and that's that's what I mean by the conversation with AAA title, is that these 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 publishers 
fuck over developers so hard all the time. Oh, absolutely. And it's the developers that suffer, not the yeah, publishers. Absolutely. The developers are like, oh, well, you just didn't deliver on this product. So, dude, you know, Anthem not. We're not funding you, we're backing you anymore. Yeah, Anthem not selling well hurts BioWare. It doesn't hurt EA. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely not doing as well as Mass Effect Andromeda did. And Mass Effect Andromeda, you saw what happened to that. I, dude. They shuttered the whole goddamn studio. That I hated that fucking game. Like, no, nah, that's not entirely true. There are parts of it I enjoyed, but Mass Effect is supposed to tell a it story. It was definitely a not finished game. It a, it, no, I disagree. It was a finished game. They just, they put things in it that I thought well, were it, really it, stupid. It could have been a lot more polished than it was, though. Sure, but I'm I'm looking at it from the aspect of the story that it told. I'm looking at the aspect of the worlds that you went to. Like, there were two worlds that you could go to where you'd you'd go around from point A to point B, shooting enemies and and turning on a thing, and you didn't have to use the fucking vehicle mm-hmm. that the game gave you. This like I don't it wasn't called the Mako, but it was like the Mako. But then there's then there's other mm-hmm. worlds that are just like barren. There's nothing on the fucking planet. There's one that's so massive it takes like a hour to get to the other side. It felt like, but the whole objective of these locations is you're supposed to activate these beacons that turn on things and basically allow you to terraform the planet. That's the idea. And the worst the worst example of it is. The Krogans are with you, and if you remember from Mass Effect what the Krogans are, they like warm, mm-hmm. warm, rocky planets. That's what they enjoy. So you find this basically this giant desert rock planet, and there's just massive lands of desert. And you have to go from point A to point B to turn on these beacons. And uh the only thing they add in the in the in in the way are like these sandworms that do nothing. They're not really a threat because you're moving too fast to actually. You're moving too fast to actually have them be a threat. And then if you attack yeah. them, they take way too much damage and just waste your time because you can just drive right past them. So just there's a lot of like that shit. But the thing that the most egregious thing for me was the ending. It tied everything up in a nice neat bow. It it had a super happy ending where everybody survives and, and everybody gets their own planet. I'm just like... <sighs> well, that just doesn't seem very Mass effect to that's my me. That's my fucking argument with it. Like, that's what pissed me off the most. It just... You guys, if you've never played the Mass Effect trilogy, it is an absolutely worthwhile game series to do so. Final ending, notwithstanding... <sighs> I think it was brilliantly I done. I agree. Myself. I know I know you will argue that until you're fucking blue in the face. Because it's so brilliant. It's so brilliantly bittersweet, and I love it. But people just are like, ah, it's, I, don't, I don't like it. I don't get it, so I don't like it. It's the same crowd that have argued against the last Fair Jedi enough. Man. Fair enough. And here's something that I want to touch on. <coughs> well, what the fuck is up with all this hate that has seemingly come out of the woodwork against the Captain Marvel? Because it's a lady. 
Can we still limit this a woman? So, okay, two things. Brie Olson, or Brie Olson, Jesus Christ, Brie Larson, um, very, very vocal um, against, like, she's very, she's very much a feminist, if you will. She's very vocal against men who are seemingly okay with, like, sexual predators, or if, um, I don't know, she's very vocal about that stuff. Like, she's very, very outspoken on that stuff. So because mm-hmm. she's kind of in the, in a sense a feminist icon who's playing a Marvel character that has been comprised of mostly men at this point I think you can kind of see why the movie's getting hate but it's from a very specific crowd Yeah, it's a crowd of people who need to pull their heads out of their fucking asses. I completely agree. I think first off, I think that movie's going to be fucking awesome. Um Dude, it looks like it's going to be so much fucking fun. I can't yeah, wait dude. for Next it. Yeah, next month. Um, or I guess technically, technically were, this month because this episode comes out on the first. Yeah, it comes out in a week. Jesus Christ, that soon? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. The eighth. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my. Oh my Lanta. Well, all right. Well, yeah, but that's why it's getting hate. Um, that's why Rotten Tomatoes, I don't know if you heard, they basically, like, the the fan the fan rating thing won't be activated until, like, Sunday, <laughs> like, the 10th. Like, on their website, over every single film, you will not be able to give it a rating as a fan or as, like, a, just an average Joe. Until like the t- like two days after the movie comes out. Good. I think uh, Metacritic needs to implement that too. I agree. But man, it's just it's this is this is the this is the the world we live in, Josh, where a bunch of loud minority. Uh, no, sorry, that sounded terrible. The loud the loud minority. Be, the vocal, the vocal minority. minority, thank you, um, comes out of the woodwork when something is released that they take issue with, and they have this effect on people. Um, I don't think it's going to have that much effect on Captain Marvel by a long shot. Uh, I think that movie is going to do very well, but it has an effect on certain aspects. Like I said, with with Anthem, it has this big effect on Anthem. You know, because Angry Joe comes out and goes, I had a lot of fun playing the game for the fucking 20 hours that I played it, but fuck this game. Like, it's just like, what the fuck? Same shit like he said with with The Last Jedi. Like, people call that movie a failure, and I'm just like, you realize how much stupid money that movie made, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I think the movie was wonderfully well, done. Well, Solo's a, like, Solo's a yeah. flop, and I was like, no, it's not a flop. It's far from a flop. Did it make as much as Last Jedi? No. Solo, Solo did not have as big a profit because they had to basically double their budget because Lord and Miller wouldn't follow direction, wanted to go their own way, and it's like it doesn't fit with the stories we're telling. Uh, you're out of here. I also... And all the money they spent on the marketing and then having to do reshoots. And well, I also... That's why that movie 
I also have. I also feel like it had a lot to do with um, the fact that it came out in the middle of the year and not in December. Well, it was five months. Five months after the Last Jedi, as well, when people were bitching and throwing a fit still heavily about it. Right. Like it wasn't my Star Wars. I don't give a fuck. Star Wars doesn't belong to you. No more than it belongs to me or, you know, Joe Schmo. I just. I love, I love, I, I love when know, people man. try to it's convince a... me things about about Last Jedi being bad, and like it's always, it's always comes back to three things: Luke not being the hero that they they want him to be, um, uh, the quote unquote the longest uh chase scene in history or the quote-unquote pointlessness of anything with Finn's story. And I'm like, you missed the Uh, point. You missed the point. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, like, uh... Absolutely. One of the points I make all the time is that the movie's about failure and learning from that failure. Yeah. And and everyone's like, well... Poe. Poe was a hothead. Poe... Because of Poe's actions, he lost a lot of lives. But yet I see people trying to blame all those lives lost on Admiral Hodo. If Poe had yeah. followed orders in the very beginning, all those lives lost would not no, have been Hodo, lost. She did exactly what she needed. Well, like she was she she was one of the stronger characters in the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Um she followed what Leia would have done. And everyone, like, I, I've mm-hmm. told people, like, I've legitimately looked at people, Josh, and gone, did you miss the part where, um, uh, sorry, Finn, not Finn, sorry, Poe, did you miss the part where Poe was was demoted? When was he demoted? I don't know, ten minutes into the movie? <laughs> yeah, immediately upon docking his ship. Like, Leia was like, you're demoted, um, motherfucker, for not listening to anything I just said. And then she gets thrown into space, and... He then tries to, like, be the fucking hothead hero, and Holdo's like, nah, bitch. You don't get to know shit. You get to go clean ships is basically where you're demoted to. So go fucking suck off. I don't know what that means, but mm-hmm. go suck and fuck off. Um, but no, like, one of the things that always cracks me up is, like, it doesn't make any sense for Luke to attack one of his students just because he saw Vision. I'm like, did you miss the part in the fucking original trilogy where all he did was see Visions and acted upon them? Yeah. <laughs> and look where it got Like, him. he wouldn't have lost his hand had he just listened to Yoda. Well, he would have never thrown away his lightsaber. I'm like, he literally did when fucking, um, uh, Palpatine, Palpatine was like, well, if you strike your dead now, you'll be the bird dark side. He fucking threw his lightsaber. Oh, people don't pay attention, man. <laughs> oh, I know. They just want him to be the superhero, and I, I'm in my mind, Luke has never been that. Um, the closest thing we ever got to a quote-unquote superhero was anything with Han. Han was the character who had a you know a redeeming arc. He showed back up in the first movie when he said he wasn't going to because he understood, you know, that that I mean, probably Chewie also talked him into it, but that he needed to help the right side of history. 
And then, you know, like mm-hmm. people go, well, it's, it's the slowest chase scene in history. And I was like, you do realize that it's, well, I was like, you do. It's tactical genius. Right. I was like, you do realize that most of Empire Strikes Back is a chase scene, right? No, it's not. It's the Empire chasing the Millennium Falcon. Hi. Have we seen the same fucking movie? Well, there's that whole scene where, uh, like, it has to do with, like, the, the bounty hunters. I was like, yeah. And there were scenes inside the other ship with them talking to the First Order. I don't get your point. <laughs> there's so many things. And, like, you know, people will sit there and say to me, like, oh, Finn... Finn's entire story of going to that casino planet doesn't make any sense. I was like, it absolutely makes sense. You know, I say, you know, people go like, why did, why was Finn trying to leave immediately? I was like, for the same reason that he left the first order, he doesn't want to be a part of the war. He absolutely does not want to. And upon arriving on the casino planet, what does he do? He doesn't immediately start trying to find the decoder. He wants to gamble. He's, mesmerized by the grandeur and splendor of this fucking casino. And then upon realizing that he needs to, because Rose is basically like, what the fuck are you doing? We're here for this thing. Um, it's too late. He took his, he took too much time dicking around. And when he found the decoder, he got arrested. They both got arrested. And it was a situation where DJ was like, I can get us out of here. And realized that these two have a way off the planet. They have a ship. So convincing them to let him use the ship after escaping out of jail was his entire plan. The mistake that Finn makes is realizing way the fuck too late what's important. And he, and he realizes that at the end of the film. As does Finn. As does Luke. So please, please keep telling me how his entire storyline doesn't fit or make sense. Because I think you missed the point. <sighs> did I get that out? Did I, did I get that out, Josh? Thing? Okay. I think you did. I think you did. <laughs> hey, you know I'm on the same page with you when it comes I know, to this. I know. I'm all the time arguing that, you know, it's people are angry because <clears throat> the uh, Last Jedi didn't meet their expectations. Yet there's the same cr- group of people who are bitching that, hey, Empire is the best one in the trilogy of the original trilogy. And I'm like, you made the argument that. The Force Awakens was beat for beat like a new hope, yet you refuse to recognize and acknowledge the many, many, many similarities between Empire and The Last Jedi. It, just, it drives me nuts. You know, people, my, my but, favorite thing is people go, people don't realize that Empire Strikes Back is full of people making mistakes. Um, yes! Like... Lando made a mistake. Yeah. And learned from his mistake and redeemed well, himself. Well, if Luke hadn't, Luke make a mistake. If Luke had just come back to Echo Base instead of staying out longer than he should have, he wouldn't got hit in the face by a Wampa and then forced Han to come out and save him. Mm hmm. But what the fuck do I know? 
Admiral Admiral Ozel came out of light speed too closely to the planet. Yeah, that was yeah. And you saw what that mistake yeah. cost him. I mean, you can you can also you know count the mistakes at the end of the film. That's easy. Um, but a lot of people are like, Luke was just trying to be a hero, and I'm like, yeah. And look what it got him. He's missing a fucking hand. The I feel like the whole fucking Star Wars mythos is about mistake after mistake after mistake and learning from those mistakes. Like you go to the to the you know quote unquote new trilogy, or what would what do people call that prequel trilogy? Yeah, prequel trilogy. The prequel. Yeah. And you know, in the first movie, a massive mistake is made by Qui Gon, and and and. and mm-hmm. A bunch of the Jedi on the council warn him, like, no, that's a bad idea, bro. But what is what does he do? He makes the mistake and still has him be trained. Um in the second movie, in in, in Clone Wars, there's a massive mistake that Obi-Wan makes with not shutting down the clone factory. He he legitimately falls for it being a uh a weapon for them to use and inadvertently causes the war to be a thing. Um, and then in, uh, I mean, you could, you could literally see the fucking or uh, the, the mistakes done by characters in, in revenge of the Sith. So I don't know, man, it's just, it's frustrating. I want people to understand how structure story or story, story structure understand like redeem like redeeming arcs or redemption arcs the problem is they can't learn that shit in 140 characters yeah fair enough um have you read any of the star wars marvel comics by the way uh funny enough the only marvel star wars comics i've ever read are the what ifs dude they put out they they've done two Darth Vader series, uh, and the most recent Darth Vader series, and these are canon. These count. They have confirmed. They revealed who Darth Vader's father truly is. Um. So it's not the Force. Conceived by the Force, yes, but conceived with a powerful Force user's sperm. <laughs> So Palpatine? Palpatine is Vader's father. That's what I figured. Like, he basically fucked, fucked uh, Smee through the... Uh, is it Shmi? Shmi, sorry, it's Shmi. Through, through, yeah, through the Shmi. Force? Smee was, Shmee was right. Captain Hook. that's why so I changed it as quickly right as I could. Because <laughs> I don't want to think about Palpatine yeah, fucking yeah. Shmi. Sorry, Smee. Jesus Christ. I don't want to think about crusty old Palpatine, fucking Captain Hook, second-hand man. Don't want to think about that. But now you have to... Also played by Bob Hoskins, who was in Roger oh Rabbit, God. which was oh, the first oh part my of God. the show. Let's not first full circle that, shall we? But yeah, yeah, man. Anyway. Yeah, it's canon. It's official. Palpatine impregnated uh, Shmi Skywalker with Anakin. And to yeah, me, that was always... That makes Luke... I was gonna say that to me that always that that yeah. makes uh, um, 
absolute perfect sense. Well, it, it's always what I what it was implied. It was always implied that that's what Palpatine did. Mm-hmm. Oh. What, what, what? But yeah, man, go back to this whole, this um, outrage over the Captain Marvel thing. Like in recent, recent days on Facebook and various groups, I've just been like, oh, look. Here is, I've I, I seen a post, this guy's like, look, here's a, a re-edit of the Captain Marvel trailer with all the SJW garbage taken out, and it looks so much better. I was like, sitting there thinking, what do you mean the SJW garbage? What are you getting at here? I was like, because I've seen the trailer, I'm pumped for the movie, and there was nothing in the trailer that did not get me excited, uh, so what do you mean? Oh, well, if you've not been keeping up, then you just don't understand. I'm like, no, I'm trying to understand where you're coming from, why you don't like the fact that you're getting, you know, movies with strong female leads. Come on, enlighten me. And they all refuse to address that fact that, you know, their heads up their asses for whatever various reasons. Uh, you know, and I encountered it last night. Uh, in a chat uh, on a podcast I was watching. And, you know, this guy, he's all the time trying to make nice with everybody in the chat, but he comes across as trying way too hard, right? And last night, somebody mentioned something about Captain Marvel. He's like, oh, yeah, more SJW garbage. I hope this movie fails. And I'm like, okay. What do you mean? Well, SJW means social justice warrior. It's like, I understand what it means. I'm un trying to understand what your statement means. What do you consider SJW garbage? And I'm just like, man. People that exhibit opinions like that just really aren't for me. They shouldn't I'm, be for uh, anybody. That's, that's, that's inherently the problem right there, is that... Like... I've tried to explain this to my dad. I said there's two there's two types of people on the internet. There's the ones that go, yeah, don't touch a woman or anybody for that matter without their fucking permission. How about you don't use derogatory language? That's fucked up. And those to me are the people who fight for social justice. Then there's the armchair warriors who love to get overtly angry at something that should definitely not be the target at all. And I'm, and what I'm talking about is like, let's take Overwatch, for example. Um, they just released a new character, the black male hero. And I only use those two terms because mm -hmm. the character's not female and black. And a lot of people are suddenly very angry about that. And I'm like, guys, 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 I understand you want a black female character, a black female hero. I think it'd be a great addition to the game, 100% behind it. But this is not the battle you need to be paying attention to. You are using your energy in the wrong area, I promise you. There are worse monsters to fight right now. Those, yeah. to me, are in the term of, quote-unquote, social justice warrior, where they are just trying to find something to be outraged about. Unfortunately, a lot of these conservative bros, if you will, they see the people who fight for social justice 
the ones who stand on the mm-hmm. right side of history as the social justice warrior, quote unquote, the people who fight in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. And they don't like the idea of like, let's say a joke comes out and it says, uh, like that joke I told you, like uh, a kid goes and asks his mom in 2036 or whatever and goes, mom, what's a podcast? And her joke is uh, a group of white men give their opinions. Yeah. yeah joke yeah. is hilarious. It's just straight up fucking funny. Oh, yeah. Um, this is coming from two white men giving their opinion. Yes. Uh, that's also just a, that, that just happened to be the thing. Um, cause I, 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 I started doing a podcast with, and, and I'm not trying to do the whole, like, I have a black friend thing. I just want to point out that like when I started podcasting, it was with two Filipino guys, uh, sorry, three Filipino guys and a black guy. Um, <laughs> I'm not joking. Like there, I was the only white dude. And then. Uh, my friend who had a car and could take me to the recording, I brought him on because I was like, well, if I get him on the show, then I guarantee, I'm guaranteed to have a ride. Um, he happened to be white. So then the podcast was two Filipino guys and two white guys. <laughs> um, and then the podcast I've been doing for four years now, four or five years now with Anthony. Anthony's mm-hmm. Latino. So. Uh, there are podcasts, <laughs> some that I've been a part of, some that I'm currently a part of, that aren't just white guys. Now, that being said, a lot of popular podcasts are a bunch of white people talking, especially white guys. So that's why that joke is funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. Um, but uh, anyway, the point I'm getting at is if somebody were to tell that joke to these particular guys, they would get mad. Because they think that their quote-unquote whiteness is being attacked. Which my response is, you realize that white pride is a bad thing, right? Yeah, that's associated with like uh, this organization called the Klan. <laughs> See, I'm proud to be... Maybe you've heard of it? I'm I'm proud of my heritage. I'm proud of my German heritage. I'm proud of my... Very tiny Russian heritage, my European heritage, and my very tiny Native American heritage. That is different. I am not... Like, being white is not... You can't just sit there and say, like, I'm proud to be... I guess you could, but it'd be less... It Like, to me, I don't think it would have as much impact if you said, I'm proud to be South American. Like, wouldn't you rather say, I'm proud to be Persian, or I'm proud to be, uh, um, I realized that I meant to say Peru, but then I was like, Perugian? Is that what you call them? Peruvian. Peruvian. Thank you. I knew it was wrong. I knew what I was saying was wrong. But you say, I'm proud to be Peruvian, I'm proud to be Brazilian. Like, I feel like that's what you would say I'm proud to be. I'm proud to be Haitian, I'm proud to be, uh... Like, a lot of black people I hear say, I'm proud to be black, but black is is African, African African-American. So, 
taking that away doesn't make any sense to me. So why not just let them say that? I wouldn't expect like, like maybe if somebody is, has, you know, three heritages in their, in their blood of Asian countries, and then they could say, I'm proud to be Asian. But if you're only Japanese, wouldn't you rather say I'm proud to be Japanese and then versus I'm proud to be Asian? Right? I don't know, man. I'm of the mindset. It's like, why be proud of anything you can't control because of the circumstances of your birth? Well, I think I, I think you it's know. important to appreciate your heritage. Be happy about be be happy about it. Be appreciative of it. But why be proud of it? Because to me, proud is a boastful thing. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. I'm just stating a fact that I think proudness of heritage is very fucking cool. Whereas proudness of like oh, generalization yeah, yeah. is I'm weird. not saying that it's not. I just don't think you want to generalize your heritage. That's my thing. So why would you say I'm proud to be white where you could say I'm proud to be Scottish? I'm proud to be German. I... That makes that's, sense. That's all I'm getting at. That's, that's my point entirely. Um, so for those dude bros... Because they're quote unquote proud to be white, um, they take it as an insult and they get angry. Now, this is also me trying to figure out why that they're this way. Um, and it's just I just think it's because small penis syndrome. Well, I was gonna I was gonna say I think it's because they just they feel like they're being attacked when no one's actually attacking them. It's 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 weird. I, that, that's I don't, like I don't you it. saw the stuff with like the character being gay in uh, Apex Legends, right? Yeah, yeah. And people throwing a fit about it. I'm like, why? What does it fucking matter? Just enjoy the game. It's like I said in my. Not everything has to be about you. There are people that representation matters. Because I can't remember who told the story, but I know you're familiar with the story about how this one Latino person, they took their their dad, I think it was, to see Rogue yes. One. Yes, 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 yes. And he came out just smiling from ear to ear because he's like, I like that movie. That mean guy talk like me. Yep. You know, talking about. Um, no, I can't think of the character's name either. Uh, well, Diego Luna played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was say the only character Cassian. Cassian, Andor. thank you. I was gonna say the only character I could remember off the top of my head was Jenner. So every other character is a fucking fat blank in my head. Even uh, though I adore that but, movie. I mean, people people get mad and make the argument. Well, when they're when they're making these characters this or that, they're just shoehorning it in for social. Uh, political correctness, and I'm like, no, they're not. They're adding in background and story for characters so people can feel and relate to these Well, I would argue, I was like, I would guys, argue that political correctness is inclusiveness. Not inclusive. Exclusive? No, inclusiveness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, yeah, but 
Inclusivity is what right, I'm no, I, I got what you got. Inclusivity, rip, rip, rip. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. In representation. Yeah, I'm, I'm 100% on board with you. I just, my point is, is that I've tried in my own brain to understand where these people are coming from. Why they feel so attacked when a game that they've been enjoying suddenly has a character that's gay. Uh, no joke, there was people that refused to play Tracer when Tracer was their main when they had had her come mm-hmm. out as gay. Uh, same for Soldier, same yeah. for Gibraltar. And I'm just like, playing a gay character in a video game doesn't make you gay. Though, it'd be really fucking funny if they did do that. Where, like, all of a sudden the announcer's like, anyone who playing Gibraltar is now gay in real life. But, oh my god, I'd laugh my ass off. But they're not doing that. Because that's not the way that it works. <laughs> yeah, I just—it's it, it, mind blowing how upset somebody would get over that. Like, yeah, like Even I said, now. I've tried. I've tried figuring it out. I just—I have no idea why people are like that. It doesn't—it doesn't make a lick of sense to me. It's—it's. It's, I just don't get it. Like, like when, uh, I mean, this, this goes back to like even race issues where, um, for, uh, homecoming when quote unquote MJ was played by Zendaya. I heard a bunch of like, Oh, she's not supposed to be black. It's like nothing about her was inherently black to begin with. Like nothing about MJ or Spider-Man for that matter is inherently skin color related. Like there are certain characters that you absolutely do not change. Like I wouldn't want um Otto Octavius to be anything other than, you know, German heritage or, you know, Nick uh, uh Nick Cage, not Nick Cage. Um the fuck's his name? Luke Cage, Jesus Christ. I wouldn't want Luke Cage or like Black Panther to not be black. Yeah, um, yeah. But there's a lot of characters that nothing about them screams a skin color or heritage for that matter. Well, I mean, look at, you know, Spider-Man case in point. Look at Miles Morales. I'd say I'd say a better example of that is Nick Fury. That too. But I think people miss that point. I think that a lot of these these same people that are getting angry at Captain Marvel are the same people, like, screaming those things. They don't realize how racist and insensitive they're being to, um, like, how other people view the world. That's the thing. I think some of them do realize it. They just don't oh, give I agree. a fuck. I think some do. I don't. I, there's a lot that I don't think that they do. I think they think they're being oppressed, and they're not by any measure. Oh man, I just. I also think that we live in the outrage culture part of the timeline. Yes, everybody is outraged about something on a daily basis. I've always said, Josh, for years, that I will bitch about people bitching, I will complain about people complaining, and I will be outraged by people being outraged. 
I don't know why I'm that way, but it just it's it frustrates me to no end when people just cannot have a good time. I get that. Like I know that I shouldn't. I've been told by it, no, it, it irritates me. Like you know, these comments about all this SJW shit, and just like, oh look, we can't enjoy a movie because of this. I'm like, why can't you? Well, okay, so you don't enjoy it. Why do you got to take other people's enjoyment away from it? Why do you insist on that? Just because you don't like it, why do you have to say, oh, well, this is because of this, and nobody should see it and support it because of that. You know, if it's not for you, okay, keep quiet about it, move on. Say, yeah, I don't like it, not for me. If you can give me a valid critique, why? Fine, but if you can't, Okay, whatever. Huh. Ugh. Frustrating stuff, man. Yeah, sorry. Yes, no, I completely agree. So I have a stream on, and uh, while you were talking, the of course the guy I'm do. watching is running away from zombies, and he's screaming while trying to climb a tower because it's dead. It's it's um dying light, and he's just being attacked as he's trying to climb the tower, and he's just screaming the whole time. It made me laugh. Um. Dude, it's just, I don't know. It's its its so frustrating to me that people can't just, just chill for five fucking seconds. Yeah. Pull your heads out of your ass and just be nice to people, goddammit. That's all I'm asking. Like, I get, like, the Oscars happened recently. And the, uh, almost every single award was deserved. Um, according to just about everybody. Except the movie that won Best Picture. Um... Oh, Roma by Alfonso Cuarón. Huh? I thought it was Green Book. What? In, what? I thought I thought Roma. No, I'm wanted. pretty sure it's Green Book. I'm looking it up right uh -huh. now. Uh, best picture. 2019. See, I don't keep up with that shit. Yeah, Green Book. And Green Book is basically a true a true story based on a novel. I don't know who wrote the novel. I want to say it was a, it was oh, Jesus Christ. So I'm scrolling down Twitter or not Twitter. But I'm scrolling down who wrote um, it? Google. I don't remember who wrote it. Uh, well, you just said Jesus wrote it. Huh, no, because as I'm scrolling down Twitter, sorry, fucking Google. Jesus Christ. Um. It has a thing where it says... So he did write Would you stop it? It says... People also search for... And the top one is... Best Picture Green Book Controversy. And the controversy is that... The movie does not follow the book... The way that it should. Um, well, it won three awards. So it didn't just win Best Picture... It won something else, but I think the screenwriter agreed with Trump back in like 2005, 2006 about seeing Muslims applauding the 9-11 attacks, uh, which he, he later apologized for, but you know, too little too late.
I mean, here's the thing: is we both adore. I, I have a hard time pronouncing his name. Maharsha Ali, Maharsha Allah. I'm pronouncing it wrong. I know that I am. You know who I'm talking about, though, right? I he don't was in know because you're pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> Fair enough. He was in. Um, he was in Luke Cage season one as uh, Diamondback, and then he was in that. He was in a couple other movies we watched on Netflix. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know I'm pronouncing his name wrong because it's it's a Muslim name. It's not a it's not a white person name, so I can't pronounce it. Even though Viggo Morton is Viggo okay. Morton. That's a joke. That's a joke. Nothing more than a joke. Um, but he won best. He won. Oh he won best God. supporting actor. So, and he deserves every Oscar because he's a fucking phenomenal actor. But I'm trying to remember the controversy because it was a bunch of things. But one of the biggest problems was that apparently the civil rights era Southern film did not follow the point, like the the plot of the book and made things look worse. Like it says here, it says Universal's Green Book was an early Oscar favorite until passionate debate about racial dramedy grew along with its awards uh, season rise, award season season wise. Uh, some of Shirley's family members criticized the film's portrayal. Then Vail Longa, don't pronounce that, Lip's son and the film's screenwriter had to apologize for resurfaced anti-Muslim tweet. Uh, Fairley, who did not earn Best Director nom, also had to apologize for exposing himself in the past. Huh. So that's what I'm talking about. It was just like, it was like tremendous okay. outrage over that film winning. And it was like, I get it. Like I get, you know, but it's also the Oscars guys. And uh, if, if it's not, if it's an Oscar season award show without controversy, I don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah, no shit. I mean, if you go, yeah, I don't think green book should have won anything. Fine. <laughs> okay. Move on with your life. Stop being outraged by it. Um, there was another thing with this Oscars. I don't remember what it was, but it was a big deal. Oh, that's what it was. So Bohemian Rhapsody has a scene that's really badly edited. <laughs> People have posted online. It cuts the scene. Like, I'm not joking. It's it's like this. Like, it cuts between actors. That fa That fast. Oh, luck. Yeah, like I've seen the scene out of context and it's really bad because it's just a boring ass dialogue scene <laughs> like it doesn't need to have that many cuts but it totally has that many cuts um so people hmm. are rightfully like how did this fucking movie win best editing <laughs> somebody want to explain this so I get that one but Still being overly outraged about that, I'm like, guys, let it go. 
That is not a battle you want to have, trust me. That was my point of bringing up the Oscars, was because there's just like, because we live in outrage culture, because we live in this social media fucking hellstorm, like, I love social media. I think there's a lot of positivity that can come from social media, but Jesus Christ is equally as negative. And you can't escape it. If you want to be on social media, you get a dose of both. And I just, I... Yeah, you're going to have to, you're going to have to learn to be able to handle and cope with that because there is no escaping it, like you said. And I really try to, I really, really, really try to, but my God, man. When I'm scrolling down Twitter and somebody's like, somebody's like, man, Anthem is so much fucking fun. I love playing this game. It's, it's the best. Like flying around and whatnot. And then someone tweets at them and like, did you also get paid by EA? It's like, okay, cool, man. Like, IGN tweeted out today something positive. I think this is really positive. The conversation of developers having a union. That's a thing to me that needs to happen. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) The only comment on that thread, like, they were going to do a podcast, because the podcast is called um, uh, People Who Make Games as I believe the name of the podcast. And they interviewed developers, which is really cool. And they were having a conversation on this week's podcast about unionizing developers. And, uh, um, the first, the first and only comment is yeah. And then semicolon for some weird reason. Fuck that. Uh, so I, so I commented, I was like, yeah, man, totally. Fuck. Uh, developers who get fucked over by publishers all the time and lose their jobs because the industry is just full of like uh, these people running companies who have no threat of uh, losing like there's just there's just nothing to help developers I, I, I don't remember exactly how I worded it but it was a lot more clever than I'm making a sound right now and uh, hold on why don't I just bring it up I think that would actually work better for me wouldn't it It'd make this it'd make this whole Maybe. thing make a fucking a lot more sense. Uh so this happened before work, and um it says on this week's episode of, of Humans Who Make Games, developers talk about the necessity of unionizing the gamers or the games industry. Sorry, the games industry. He says, Yeah, fuck that. And I go, Yeah, totally fuck devs who are fucked over by uh, publishers who have no union to help them when they are laid off. Totally fuck that. His response is, that's how it works every day in the big boy world. And I was like, history isn't your strong suit, is it? And his response before, and I couldn't respond Jesus. to it in time, but uh, his response was, and reality isn't yours. <clears throat> and I'm just like, <sighs> I'm just like, what in the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, God, people. This is why it's just like random internet strangers. I'm just like, uh. Well, I I shouldn't have responded to him. I shouldn't have even said anything to him because that put negativity in my own brain. You, 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 You took the bait and he reciprocated. And yeah, sometimes you just can't resist that shit. I really can't sometimes, yeah. I get it. 
I used to be bad for it, but now I'm just like, I'll, I'll get to the point sometimes where I'll see a comment and I'll get so frustrated and I'll type something out and then I'll just let it sit and like 10 minutes later, like, do I really want to post that? Nah, fuck it, I don't care. You know, but sometimes I'll just see something so fucking asinine like that whole SJW garbage comment. I was just like, what do you mean? And I'm just legit trying to understand your viewpoint, why this upsets somebody. And we're like, oh, well, you don't get it. So I'm like, okay. Yeah, I don't get hate. I don't. Sorry. I just don't. What what furthers that for me is like, if you have a stance on something, wouldn't you want others to understand where you're coming from? So wouldn't you be willing, if someone says, explain that to me, wouldn't you be willing to, if it mattered to you enough? I mean, even though yeah. we both agree that it's a dumb thing think. to fucking fight over or argue about or whatever, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, well. Yeah, big ol' oh, well. We're, you know, we're just two white guys on the internet giving our opinion. That's how you make a joke, folks. Yep. It is. We, it sh- is. we should wrap and, this uh, up, though. You know, whether, yeah. Whether you agree or disagree, let us know what you guys yeah. think. Um, you know, go go hit us up in an email, allkeedupodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you know, let us know on our discussion group what you think of the conversations we're having on Uninhibited. Um, you know, send us in questions at either one of those places or on Twitter, on our Twitter feed, uh, at Cued Up Podcast on Twitter. You know, let us know these things. Uh, go to our website, allcuteuppodcast.com, and check out all of our past episodes. Check out our merchandise tab. Uh, you know, we've got a Redbubble shop where you can get all kinds of different objects. And they always have some good deals running on something several times a week, so check that out. Uh, you know, uh, if you like what you hear, give us a thumbs up on, you know, a like, whatever you're listening on. Leave a comment, rate us. You know, things like that really help us out. It helps distribution. Absolutely. You know, we appreciate the support. And if you're in a position to help help us grow, you know, consider becoming a Patreon. You know, we got uh, some cool things lined up and we would love to do. But, you know, just uh, go check it out. Everything, all the info's on the website, all the links to everywhere. You can follow us and contact us and listen to us, download us. Well, we appreciate it. Yeah, uh, 100%. Sorry, I was in the middle of a yawn when you stopped talking. I was like, shit! <laughs> no, that's okay, man. Um, but uh, before we go, why don't you tell them where you're at, Greg? You can follow me on on uh, Twitter, at ChubRockGeek. You can also follow me on Twitch, at ChubRockGeek. Uh, and if you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm also at ChubRockGeek, but I rarely ever post there. Um, but feel free to. Um, uh, also, um, I do a weekly news uh news like video game news podcast I couldn't leave the word video game for some reason words video game uh where anthony and i basically discuss some news stories that happened in the week uh give our opinions on where we think it's going what we think is going to happen or just in general on the on the topic um and then i have a little segment called why you're wrong where it's uh basically what i did on this podcast today um but, yeah. uh, yeah, we just recorded an episode yesterday, or, well, Tuesday. This comes out Friday. So we recorded an episode on Tuesday. That should be up on all the, uh, 
podcast channels that we have. Um, but if you don't want to listen to the whole podcast, we do upload each segment on the um, on YouTube. And you can follow us on YouTube at Mission Start Tubes. Uh, we'll also be posting some reviews there and some uh, convention coverage. Um, also, Anthony is really, really into fighting games. So a lot of stuff you can see there on fighting games as well. Um, he had a small, uh, small little orgasm yesterday based on the, <laughs> uh, based on the news from, um, <sighs> Evo, Jesus, couldn't think of Evo. So, so that's, that's a thing, but, uh, but yeah, we have a lot of fun with that podcast. I have a lot of fun cause I get to yell at the internet, which. I like going in and just fucking with Anthony in the chat because it's a live show on Twitch. Yeah, I imagine that's fun. I get to fuck with him, like, live. I also try to keep the podcast at a point where it's not just me. Like, Anthony, come on, dude. So, I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, but Josh, where can they find you on the internet? Everywhere. So, are you uh, <laughs> are you working on the um, the next uh, fire festival? Is that is that what I've heard you're working on? The what? <laughs> you've heard you've heard no. You've heard no, about the fire festival all. shit, right? Not at all. I don't. I don't. I don't have the capital to scam people. Fair like enough. That. Fair enough. Uh, no, but you can find me uh, every Friday here on the All Cut Up Podcast. You can find me every Friday night at 9 p.m. on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel on a show called MPSP Theater. Occasionally on a podcast called Off the Runner where we build uh, models or paint or work on various other projects as long as it's constructing and creating something. Uh, You can find me on... uh, I do have a Twitch channel. I might stream on there again. I don't know. Uh, Insubinur76. Follow me on Twitter at nsubinor1976. Uh, and, you know, I'm easy to, I'm I'm an easygoing guy to talk to, so you can find me on Facebook under my regular name. So, yes, that's everywhere you can find me. Um, yeah, so hit us up, guys. Also, you can follow us, uh, this podcast on uh, Twitter at uh, up Podcast. We- Queued up. Uh, we have yeah. a. Uh, yes, we always. We're always wanting to hear from you guys, and we our primary place to have discussions is on our Facebook discussion page. Um, which, if you just search all queued up, we have a like um, I don't say a business page. Like it's basically what other people use to promote their stuff. We have that same kind of page, but we have a private discussion page where you can request to, to hop in and talk to us and give your opinions on the same shows that we review. Um, but the other thing is that, uh, we, we do have a discord. Um, and, uh, we're, we're both pretty active on discord in general. Um, so if, if that's something that interests you, uh, you can go to allcutopodcast.com and we have a link for the discord. Um, so yeah, we, we just love to hear from you guys and those are the best ways to do it. Uh, I feel anyway, um, but, uh, but also, uh, next week, currently right now, as of right now, the last review episode that we did was on the Umbrella Academy 
and The Marvelous Miss Maisel Season 1 and 2. You can check those out right now. That is available on any place that we have our podcast available. Um, but next week, we will doing be doing a review on Russian Doll, which is on Netflix as of right now. And the Korean zombie movie that I can't remember the name of, which is Kingdom. Kingdom. Thank you. Jeez Louise. Just racking my brain over here going, what was the name of it? Um, so, yeah. Uh, both apparently are... Apparently, Russian Doll is not what I thought it was. It's entirely different. I'm not going to go into it, but my mom was like, I want to watch it because it's, it's written by the same people who did Orange is the New Black, but it has this whole aspect of, like, of her going through these things. Like, she starts describing the show, and I was like, are you sure you're not thinking of a specific movie? Like, okay, slight kind of spoiler. I guess it's in the trailer because that's what she watched. But it's it like a Groundhog's Day where she dies. And she's like, yeah, she 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 dies and then wakes up uh, in the same spot she did earlier in that day. But she dies differently each day or something. I was like, are you sure you're not thinking of Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to you? And she's like, no, no, I know what I'm talking about, because this has the the redhead from Orange is the New Black. And I was like, what? Is Russian Doll basically like a more serious death, uh, Happy Death Day? <laughs> She's like, I don't know. I don't even know what Happy Death Day is. I was like, I, I'm, I, I don't know what to think. <laughs> so I had no idea that that's what that show's about. So you've not watched not any of it. Yet. I was gonna, I was gonna bust out both shows this week because they're not long. Oh, no, it's yeah. short. It, it's it's really short. It's like six thirty minute episodes. Oh, okay. It's wow. That's way shorter than I thought. Well, and then and then Kingdom is what six hour long episodes. So maybe. So that's yeah. Those are both really easy watches. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just I didn't. I had no idea. But yeah, guys, that's what we're watching next week. So check those out. Um, watch those. Join us when we discuss our opinions on those. Um, and then again, join the Discord, the Facebook group, and let us know what you thought. Um, we'd love to have a conversation with you on either of those places. Uh, anything else I'm missing, Josh? I don't think so. Good, good, good. All right, guys. Again, thank you for joining us. Uh, check us out next week with our review show, and we will see you next time. Take care, everybody. <laughs>